Hello. Today we are talking to Ella Love, the author of the ABCs of Investing. Ella Love seems to have achieved everything through modeling and traveling. Her passion for life has never wavered. Her love for dancing, modeling, and traveling reflects the passions Ella exudes. Born and raised in Los Angeles, she is a typical LA native where love for good music is simply part of daily living. Whatever she does, her originality comes through. Although she has already established her love for traveling, working with Telemundo, and competing in international beauty pageants seems to have propelled her desire to discover more of the world and different people and cultures. Having recently appeared on the cover of Playboy, Elle Love wants to dismantle any preconceived notions of what a woman is or should be. Because she's a doer, Ella wants everyone to feel driven and to consistently strive to improve themselves. Despite all that, she's accomplished creating this book, and in her opinion, has been one of the greatest achievements for her thus far. Helping others and giving back to her community are the utmost important to her. She wants for the reader to possess the motivation to chase after their dreams and never let anything stop them. So welcome, Ella. Thank you. Thank you for that warm welcome. <laughs> so let's talk about this book. We were talking before we got started about how there's a huge gap in the market around uh, knowledge of finances and investing and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so let's start with kind of what's the biggest impact a reader will get from reading this book? I think they'll gain the foundational knowledge of this stock market. There's no a really a tool out there that makes you feel competent enough to understand how to move forward with with the beginning process of how to invest which is the basic foundation of what you need to grasp and learn in order for you to build your own uh, formula for investing so in order to do that you need to learn the basic concepts and so with my book I broke down those interesting complex concepts without making mm -hmm. you feel any other way besides learning. Yeah. So I think this would be a great tool that, that there's definite need for that people would really like to utilize. Awesome. Yeah. And, that, and you're right. That's a huge issue. People are talking to a financial advisor or someone pitching products at them and they're using all these words and, and you feel dumb. So you don't want to ask any questions. So it's like, right. okay, well, I guess I'll just get it because right. I don't want to miss out on whatever the heck this thing is. <laughs> I know sometimes I do it on purpose, but sometimes I use big words with people and they just give me a blank stare. And I'm just like, do you even know what I meant? Like yep. what, what I said? Do you even know what that meant? And they're like, no. And I'm like, yeah. why don't you say it? Like, so I've always never had a problem with speaking out and I've always been very vocal about things. So when I was learning about, you know, cause I'm self-taught about the stock market, it, it was just horrendous experience. I had to look up a word to look up a word to look up a word to try to figure out one word. And it was horrible. <laughs> it was like a three hour process just to find out and just to decipher one word in order for me to understand it. Yeah. So I just thought, you know what, there's no way this could be any easier. And it was, <laughs> it wasn't <What>? easy. <laughs> so I just kind of went on this journey and I started taking notes. And one day I had enough, uh, themes I guess you could say because I was like okay what does this mean or what does market cap mean or what's an S&P 500 because I would always hear it 
you know, growing up, mm -hmm. but I've never really, I'm like, oh, that's the S&P 500. I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, yep. yeah, like it was a blank stare for me. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what a blue chip is, but yeah, okay. So once I started defining all these terms that I didn't really know about, I looked down and I'm like, you know what? I think I should publish this. Mm. And that's exactly what I did. And it was, uh, it was very hard. <laughs> I, I love it. And, and so, so who, who would you say this book is for? Who, who should buy this book? It's for anybody who wants to read and learn a new concept. It's for anybody who is interested in finance, who wants to grow. It's anybody who wants to be challenged in that sector. Uh, because I know that there's, I've, I've spoken to so many people that want to learn about the stock market, but they don't even know where to begin. And they're like, oh, well, tell me about it. And I'm like, well, tell you about what? <laughs> I'm like, you have to give me a starting point. So I think this would be a, an amazing starting point where it'll be feasible for people to understand without feeling overwhelmed. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So I know I was overwhelmed when I was learning the whole process. So hopefully I get to give the gift of ease <laughs> and have people grow and be comfortable in that area. Yes. And, and I like what you mentioned about, you know, having to search for something and that led you, you know, it was defined with words you didn't know and you had to search for those words and search for those words. And so with your book, having everything in one place, it means that when somebody says, hey, yeah, here's this opportunity, you should do it. And you can go into the book and be like, oh, OK, that's what this means. So it's that. Yeah, that absolutely. Like, yeah. Wait, hold on. Let me refer back to that. So mm -hmm. um, I know when I was editing the book as well, I felt a little bit overwhelmed with it, too. So because there's just so many concepts at you going at once. But it's when you are learning. I think it's part of the learning curve. You're like, yeah. oh, you know, but once you kind of digest it and you kind of understand and concretize it, then you could spread your wings and just go with mm -hmm. it and, and create your own investing strategy. That's would be obviously the second step. Yeah. So. Well, and, and that's important because it's in this industry, like any industry that's full of jargon, jargon exists to keep people out, to create a barrier to entry. Yeah. And so if somebody doesn't know the words, you look at them funny and then wait till they leave. And with finance, especially the way our economy is built now, it's no longer an option. You can't say, nah, I'm not going to invest. I'll just keep working. You know, that's, you can't do that. You need to know how to manage the stock market and bonds and mutual right. funds and all those things. Um, and so either you, there was, if you don't do it right, you either stay out of it, miss out, and then you don't have a retirement account, you don't have savings and, and you're missing out, or you get in because someone sold you something and then you might as well have missed, you know, missing out would have been better. So this, this literacy is really, um, really powerful. So you shared a bit about how you researched this all yourself, but, you know, tell us a bit more about yourself. Where'd you come from and, and how'd you get to this point? So <laughs> The short version, short version, not the whole. Of course, of course. So <laughs> I, was, I, I mean, you know, like you said in my introduction, I'm, I'm born and raised in LA. So how I got to this point was, you know, during the pandemic, everything was, closed so mm -hmm. i took it upon myself to kind of learn a new um concept that 
I mean, I had all the time in the world. I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't go. The only thing I could go was the grocery store. So it was a height of the pandemic. Uh-huh. So I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't go to the you know, restaurants. I couldn't travel. I, I literally couldn't go anywhere. So I was at a point where I was really stuck in the house and I was sick and tired of watching Netflix. So it was, I think, just the perfect time to to tackle such a overwhelming concept. So it gave me the opportunity and, you know, the patience because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was not an easy pass to kind of go for, but it gave me the perseverance to do it because I did have all the time. So it was very circumstantial that this happened <laughs> and I took advantage of all those moving parts and that's mm. what mostly inspired me to to do this and I do love to challenge myself so this was quite the challenge so and were you investing before the pandemic or is it was it something no. you really been able to get into and finally had the time right. so I know that there is a birth of you know bitcoin explosion and then robin hood Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of curiosity around that. And unfortunately, I feel that in today's society, everybody just wants quick, reliable information. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing that is is synonymous with quick and reliable. I think you really have to do your own due diligence and research and move forward from there. But, you know, with, with TikTok and Instagram, everything's instant, but we don't really verify if that information is actually accurate. So you're just going by hearsay or TikTok news or Instagram news. And that's not really always accurate. So I took a deep dive into the researching portion of it. And it gave me such great confidence to move forward in that industry and sector. Hmm. And so what surprised you most in the writing process? I think how much research was involved because I'm like, oh, you know, I got a publisher and it's going to be easy from there. No, (laughs) it was not easy. I think um, that was a false pretense I put in my head Mm -hmm. that it (laughs) was going to be easy. So um, it took a lot of research. I had to read a lot of finance books. Some were very dry. But I mean, with that opportunity, I was able to learn a lot, you know, was, uh, from Benjamin Graham, you know, the forefather of investing. He, he actually, you know, taught Warren Buffett all that he knows. So um, even Warren Buffett still, you know, <laughs> does research and reads. So that's what people don't really understand. You know, in order to be great in what you do, you have to keep learning. And you can't really just take information lightly. You have to take it with a grain of salt and cross-verify and fact-check. And so that's just um, our society now. They don't want to do the work. They just yeah. want quick, 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 quick. And that's just not how anything works. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, although I think think your book is is providing that in this space. Um, right. I'm just scrolling through it as uh, as you're talking there. And and you know, you're totally right. The lies finance books, they're dry and they go into, you know, page after page of explanations and, and graphs and charts and formulas. And right. um, you know, for example, I'm looking at your uh your chapter on on capital gain, which is half a page long. 
And, <laughs> and capital gain described, you know, if, if I could read the, the entire chapter, um, since by definition, when you sell an asset for one year you paid for, short-term capital gain, when you sell an asset, you held less than one year. Capital gain tax rate, long-term capital gains applies to profit from the sale of an asset, asset more than a year. That's it. That's all it is. So you know, if someone's like, what's a capital gain? Like people talk about capital gain tax and you'll get a capital gain and your financial advisor mentioned, well, you may incur a capital gain. Like what the heck? Capital, like Washington, what's happening? You go into this book, that's three sentences. It explains what it is. It, it's not going on for page after page and talking about, well, you know, this and the tax code and the blah, 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 blah. It's, this is what you need to know. What is a capital gain? Oh, you sold it for more than you paid for it. Oh, that's good. Because- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, wait, why Why couldn't you just say you sold it more than you paid for it? Exactly. Um, so it's really <laughs> valuable. And, and, you know, going through the whole book is like that with these with these terms explained more than just a simple definition, but not a treatise on the topic, which is right. what people need. Of course, you know, if they need to go deeper, you've got Google, you've got every right. financial company in the world has has a blog article on what is capital gains and how does it apply and tax codes and whatever. But the average investor doesn't need that. They need your three, four, five sentences here saying, right. oh, oh, that's that's why you keep saying capital gain. Oh, that's what he's talking about. So I see that being really powerful for people. Right. And then um, I do know that the tension span for most people has been shortened. Mm-hmm. Was it statistic was seven seconds or five seconds or something of that oh, notion? What? Oh, sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I think just getting straight to the point, and that's how I am as a person, you know, when I when I speak to anybody, I just get straight to the point. Like, I'm not beating around the bush. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, putting in fill it. Like, just get straight to the point. Like, <laughs> so I, I hope this is an amazing tool that people could uncover because I, I was trying to find a book like this for me because mm-hmm. I was just overwhelmed. I'm like, what does this mean? And yep. I found a thesaurus. Yeah. And yep. that's the only thing I found. And that the Soros had <laughs> investment language that I didn't understand. So yeah. I, I still haven't read it, but I still have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and so to talk a bit about the book writing process and all the, the research that went into it and the public. So so the, the publisher, they helped you with once you had it written, right. actually doing the rest of it, right? Right. They help with the formatting and organizing. But I mean... The rest of it, that was all for me. I, yep. I did the research. I put the ideas together. I put the concept. I had the the layout of how I wanted it to feel and the tone of the book. So it was very rewarding because I think it was kind of like a house. You know, you build a house and then you see the final product. And now you get to live in the house. So it was something uh, similar to in, in those words where I it was something that I was able to build. And I, I structured mm. it the way I wanted to structure it. And so it was very rewarding to see now, like when I hold it in my hands, I, I couldn't believe I start, I started with a thought of, you know what, let me publish this, you know, and this was three years ago. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. So 70 pages took me three years of research. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Which of course will save people, well, not only save people time, but most people wouldn't do it. They just say, I can't find right. it. And then they don't invest, right. they miss out. And so right. this can be a really powerful tool for, yeah. for a lot of people. Uh, and what advice would you have for someone just getting started writing the first book? You know, for yourself three years ago, what would you tell you? I think you just have to do it and you just have to keep going and you have to, you know, learn. Just, mm-hmm. you know, 
there's a lot of people that have amazing ideas, but they don't act on the ideas because of whatever limiting belief that they tell themselves or yep. whatever excuse that they have. So there's so much power in action and just do it. Like whatever you want to do, you just have to do it and don't stop and fall and see it through. So you can't quit mid <laughs> mid journey. It defeats the purpose. So once you complete that journey, then you get to really learn a lot about yourself and your growth. And I, I think a lot of people are hesitant to do new things because it's something that they don't know. It's an area that they don't know. And they have an internal um, notion that prevents them because they're scared. But it's only a feeling because it's it's an unknown area of life that they haven't experienced but in order to grow you have to be uncomfortable sometimes so ease into that discomfort and just you know see it through the end and act on it that would be my best advice <laughs> i love it all right and so so the book is the abcs of investing by ella love and it's great for anyone who you know needs the abcs the basics of investing <laughs> um is there anything else you'd like to to share anything i didn't ask that i should have um, no, <laughs> I think you're, you're, you, you nailed it. You know, it just gets straight to the point and it's an amazing tool and it's, it's, I believe an easy read, mm -hmm. but, um, I mean, that's in, up to interpretation to the reader. So, yeah, well, and, and to, it's, it's not necessarily the kind of book where you sit there and you know start a page one and, and read all the way through, uh, you, someone could do that or they could use as a reference book. And right. simply as something comes up, they're like, what's an EFT? You flip through. <laughs> and, and, you know, you mentioned Robinhood. I, I've been active on that. And there's certainly been times that I'm like, what the heck is this? And I just ignore it. I'm like, eh, I'm doing this before I don't do that. But maybe I'm missing out because I don't have a quick reference thing. So, you know, if you're going through using Robinhood and it talks about options or EFTs or this or that, you pull out the ABCs of investing, open it right up. There it is. And it's a, it's a really powerful tool. So that is... The ABCs of Investing by Ella Love. Of course, you can find that at writersrepublic.com or on Amazon, I believe. So uh, you can find any of those there. So thank you so much for, for being on the interview. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it.